0: Welcome to this episode of A Soul's Quest Podcast, where Omar and I discuss why cultivating adaptability is essential to thriving in an ever-changing world. Stay tuned. Hey, Hey, what's going on?
1: (laughs) Well, welcome to another episode of a Soul Squad podcast.
0: Welcome to another episode of a Souls Quest podcast. How's it going? It's going great. All right. How about you? Good, good. Life could not be better right now. Yeah, life could always be better. Mm. You know, but we have to adapt. I appreciate what I have right now in this moment. So good. life can't be any better than what it is right now for me. Then that's because then I don't know if I'm going to be alive in five minutes. That's, that's adaptability.
1: That's a good point. That's a good mm. point. That's I a think good point. So. That's a very good way to adapt mentally. So. I think so. That kind of leads us into what we're talking about
0: today. It right? does. Yeah. It does. Adaptability and, and ever changing, ever like the world is constantly in flux. Like okay. I was actually thinking about it when I was um getting ready for the episode. I was thinking about, man, just in the last 50 years, I'm putting <laughs> my, putting my age out there, things have changed so much. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like just when I was in my early, early 20s, you know, internet became really popular, AOL and like the dial up, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then like to where it's at today. And if while 30 years probably seems like a long time, it just has flown by, you know what I mean? And things so much has changed. The world has changed so much. The way that we communicate, the way that we um, mostly communicate. Mm-hmm. I think that's what stands out the most for me is the way that we communicate and how um, social media and and technical um, technological advances have really sort of affected our communication. Yeah. And so, adaptability is important.
1: Now, do you think it has been it has affected it for the better or for the worse?
0: I think I think it just depends on the situation. I think in some cases it's good. You know what I mean. I think in a lot of, like when we we were talking we we're talking about AI, right? And that's a huge change, Mm -hmm. right? And although AI has been around for a long time, it's not what it is today. Like the thought of it and and movies about it and stuff like that has been around for a long time, right? Correct, correct. So it's been a thought for a long time. Mm -hmm. But just having things like chat GPT and things like that, some people might say that's destroying our ability to think and to be – Um, to use our cognitive abilities, right? Mm -hmm. But I would argue that you need cognitive abilities to get the AI to work for you. Yeah, yeah. And it's how you use the AI that matters, and that takes cognitive ability.
1: But it's like any tool, right? Right. It's like it's it's how you use a tool. Right. Because you could use uh, a hammer, not just for hammering nails or taking out nails, but you could use it for for many different things. Right. You know?
0: And, and so that's what I'm saying. So like, that's kind of
1: like the thing. Yeah.
0: With the AI, cause like that's being, adap- you're, you're having to adapt to something new mm-hmm. and how can I be adapt? How can I adapt this into my world to make it work for me without it sort of taking over my sense of mm-hmm. being, I guess, if that makes sense. I so, don't know. So
1: here's the thing, cause I know you're going to get into your quote, right? But here's the the one thing about adaptability that always stuck with me. Right? Um, and and cuz it boils down to and 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 I'm, we're going to be talking on on AI in the next few episodes. I think I have I have an episode that I that I'm working on right now that is talk, talking about AI. Um but here's a thought that about adaptability that I think is pertinent to this particular conversation, right? How do we Like, what is the goal for us to adapt, right? The goal for us to adapt is to live a human life, right, under any any circumstance, right, Mm -hmm. to be able to keep evolving, Mm -hmm. right? But then that's more of the question now than ever before. How do we do that, right? Right.
0: In, do, in a world that is constantly in, in flux? In a world that is okay. constantly in right. flux. Because okay. the,
1: the world has always been evolving, right? mm-hmm. but it feels like it's moving much, much faster now. Yeah. right? So how do we adapt to these continuous changes? Because the information is out there, and it's the issue is not information anymore. It's the application of that information. Mm-hmm. For the benefit of what? That is really where we have to adapt our thoughts, that we have to adapt our 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 um, way of being and aware way of seeing the world in order for us to co- figure out what that will look like mm-hmm. how is all this knowledge and how do we adapt to all this stuff that's around us all this knowledge as the information all these different tools is it how do we adapt to that mm-hmm. and live a human life or an earthly life mm-hmm. more than it encompasses everything right which is ultimately the ultimate objective in my, from what I've seen. Yeah. So how do we do that? And yeah. I think that's kind of like why it's important to understand the need to be adaptable under mm-hmm. any circumstance. Right,
0: right, yep. which we're going to go into. So mm-hmm. let me, <clears throat> I like this quote actually. <laughs> yeah. So I use this quote in my dissertation, so this one stands out for me, but it is not the strongest of the species that survives, mm-hmm. nor the most intelligent. It is the one that is the most adaptable to change. Yes. And that's by Charles Darwin. Yes. You
1: know what? It's like there's so many interesting things about, you know, the origin of species and all that, right? The interpretations of it all Mm -hmm. and how can, you know, an idea, evolution, survival of the fittest, which is not exactly what it was said, Mm -hmm. right? But nature has so many other key components to it, right?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: There's a lot of collaboration in nature, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. A lion doesn't hunt by himself right. or by herself. Lionesses, they they, they they go and pack. Right. There's collaboration, and then it's shown between different animals. There's collaborations. Birds caulking to make letting other animals know that there's a there's a you know monkeys mm-hmm. doing the same thing. There's a lot of collaboration, and I think that when it comes to evolving and adaptability, we have to kind like of like Lego the mythology of the fittest mm-hmm. always that's thriving, true. right? Yeah. It seems like that's the reality. And we we build a lot of our structures based on that on that concept. Mm-hmm. But the reality and it's been proven over and over again that collaboration is really what actually propels the species forward. And mm-hmm. adapting to that collaborative keeping the individual con- which is oh, I'm big on that, keeping the individual identity but also being able to collaborate is something that has always been able to propel us forward. Mm-hmm. So we got to keep up the, keep that in mind when without come, losing ourselves. Without losing ourselves. Yeah. So which we'll is
0: living that human earthly life too. Correct. You know, not losing yourself. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So adaptability obviously is is the ability to adjust and, and to assimilate into a, any any situation, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of reasons why adaptability is important, which is what you alluded to just a little bit ago and so there's a, a tons of reasons why it's important. Yeah. For jobs, for um, being able to be be financially successful, um, you know, they're help me out here for, for just diff- life. In ch- no, I know, but I'm just for the purposes of you know sharing information yeah. and stuff like that. I think it's help helpful to it's it's important to remain relevant. You know, to to remain relevant in in any circumstance, really. Um, so it's it's really a matter of like being able to say. For me, when I think about it, because I think that I've always, I've been like a rigid, methodical, like disciplined, like this person. And I can't veer from that because it just throws me off, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, this was like interesting because a lot of the things that I do are that way. That's not a bad thing. No. But it's being able to be, oh, oh shit, I just hit a bump and not get thrown off by that and adapting to what that bump is propels us into or what situation it brings up or the challenge or the obstacle that it Mm -hmm. presents you know because those things those um obstacles and those challenges and those bumps in the roads are what build our um our shield our 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 armor so to speak you know what i mean in order to face things that are going to come inevitably in the future
1: so so here's an interesting thing right because and i always think about this right because i'm i'm my type of personality is a personality that's very um, creative and is very squiggly line and and very. I'm a very free spirited type of person, mm-hmm. and that has its benefits, but it also has a lot of it, a lot of the drawbacks, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, adapting to the various situations, it's it's easy. You know, I've been doing it. Moving to the states when I was younger, you know, g- growing up without a father, having my mom leaving. Going to the States, then moving to Florida, then doing this and doing that. Like uh, adaptability kinda like just comes as a natural thing for me, right? Mm-hmm. Um in, in contrast to you, you like the the set the set standards, mm-hmm. right? Now
0: But I've been presented with a lot of Situations that have yes. thrown me off, and I've been like, "No, no, no! Oh, I need to be adaptable." But, uh, or this is gonna adapt me. <laughs> but that's,
1: but that's, that, but that's what I'm getting yeah. at. What I'm getting yeah. at is like, even, even, even in the f- in the f- in the face of just being adaptable, I also have to be able to adapt to to consistency. Oh,
0: to con- yeah, to discipline, discipline, yeah. consistency. You and know, people and, with and, that and, personality exactly yeah. right.
1: So that's true. So you have to be able to recognize the benefit of going into a situation um, realizing uh, a lot of the unknowns of life right and, and, and this is one of the things that when you mention particularly people who are very set in their ways and their 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 way is is set mm-hmm. and their expectations are set mm-hmm. and then they're they're very predictable as to all the outcomes that are going to happen you know mm-hmm. they're planning it out they thinking ahead so when when something doesn't work out in that aspect because life doesn't give a crap about <laughs> your plans. Right. Right. Or, or right. doesn't uh, uh, um, doesn't recognize it. Then you don't know exactly what to do. So you, you, you become in turmoil mm-hmm. and you become incap- incapacitated. You know, the idea is to first have the perspective of recognizing the randomness mm-hmm. that sometimes life tends to be. We are able to predict, you know, we've, we're very close uh, accuracy what an outcome will look like we we, we we become much better at that however that is a that's a that's an, a statistical probability of, of science but it's not an actual fact that is always going to work out like that mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you know you see it you see it in space travel right space travel the smartest people in the world work on that right but they know that deep down inside Something might go wrong that is completely outside. So what do they have to do? As the more, the more they, they do things, the more they learn, the better you become at it, right? But it's still that uncertainty aspect is always there. Mm-hmm. That's why when you see those polls, you know with a plus or minus five, mm-hmm. you know accuracy stuff, because you can't a hundred percent
0: predict it mm-hmm. that it's going to turn out in that way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So when you have that, which is why adaptability is so important because yes, I think what happens in those moments, just to piggyback what mm-hmm. you're saying, you miss opportunities. Yes. And you, fo-
1: and if you, f- if you're too concerned about pr- the, prim- the the outcome primarily that you want, that you want, right. Then you are, you you're forcing yourself into a pigeonhole mm. and then that could become problematic Yeah, because then you're not learning the actual lesson that this thing has to learn. that that it's trying to teach you Mm -hmm. or or, or, or gaining more knowledge from it that you, that, Mm -hmm. that you, that you get to gain. Mm -hmm. But this is the whole idea of the, of the, uh, uh, of the scientific process. You know, it's Mm -hmm. been able to test a hypothesis, test it out in different settings and see if you're getting a predictable outcome.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. And then adapting the, the, uh, adapting the techniques to different areas just to see exactly what, will work. Mm -hmm. But we lived in a society, right. That he wants to predict everything. and, and it, and it does. It makes it becomes so rigid that we're not able to adapt, right? So you see a lot of the conflicts that we have in our world, right? Is our inability to be able to adjust to another frame of looking at the world, right? Mm-hmm. For or being able to adapt to say, well, I, I understand that you you choose to live this way, but I choose to live that that way, mm-hmm. and, and then figuring out a way to adapt to both being okay mm-hmm. within the scope of a society or within the scope of a group or within the scope of a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, you know, whenever you go into groups, whenever you have groups and whenever you have people coming together, you're going to have to be able to, to adapt for the collective, mm-hmm. you know, and that's sometimes, sometimes something that is challenging, you know, but that helps us propel us forward, propel us towards a different thing, propel us propels us to, to discover new aspects of of our lives and and aspects of
0: the totality of life as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you, in your in your experience with all the things that you've had to be adaptable with and whatnot in groups and things like that and new situations and what like can you give us like a real life example of what you're talking about?
1: Yeah, I mean, in my life, for instance, you know, I'm um, uh, personally speaking um having to i always feel like like i said earlier like i always feel like i had i had to be able to adapt to situations Mm -hmm. you know somehow one way or another i find myself in these awkward situations in which i'm always like the outsider right um or somebody that is like the other type of situation right and having to be able to find some finding something to be able to relate to someone or, uh, regardless of the setting, having, 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 having to uh, adapt to that, having to adapt to, um, uh, personalities, uh, personality types, you know, there, there are some personality types who are, you know, that I've worked with, who are very, very rigid, you know, and again, that's necessary to an, to a point, but it put in, but in order for it to change, And in order for it for 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 uh, something to improve, you need someone that could see something a little bit further down the line. Right. So when you have those two things, I had to be able to adjust and and be able to say, okay, well, I got to be able to bring this person along to see these things. Right. It's like you and I working together. Right. Like you said, you're very by the book, very succinct. You like uh, a lot of structure, you know, but I'm on the other hand are like in the creative process on a continuous continuous basis, right? So I have to be able to bring it down and be able to spend time explaining, okay, this is the reasons why this is what I'm seeing, you know, and get you more involved into the thought process behind our philosophy and the reasons what we're doing, right? But when it comes to like operational stuff, like this is your area of expertise and where you thrive at it, Right. So as an individual, I had to be able to adapt to share my message with my closest person with the person closest to me so that she could understand or that you could understand. Oh, okay, I understand. But you know, sometimes Omar, you gotta bring things down to the process so that you could understand it. So that's a practical way of of um to me in my in my life, in which in the way that I have to operate to be able to adapt to what I'm confronting in life, right? Um, same thing mentally, you know, sometimes I, I when things are not going my way, I have to be able to adapt and not fall back to my negative thoughts. So I have to constantly be on the lookout for that and adapt that mentality into something else.
0: Mm -hmm. I always think about like, now that I'm hearing you say that is that I had a boss one time that, um, was really rigid. Like, this is how we have to do it. This is how we're going to be. You know, we have this much money in our budget. And, you know, we were told by these people not to spend it on this and that. And so we're just going to stay within, like, he didn't want to color outside the lines at all. Mm -hmm. And, um, I found myself being really frustrated with him. And I used to always think, why can't he just be more flexible be more, like less rigid and be more open to trying things and, 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 you know, kind of, being edgy, you know, pushing the boundaries a little bit because you never know what's going to happen if you just take some chances. And that's a lot about, a, a, a adaptability is about taking chances too and doing mm-hmm. things and seizing opportunities. And I used to always, like, get so frustrated with them. And now that I think about it, as we're talking about this, I'm thinking, you know, I think part of the issue was I wasn't adaptable either in understanding his personality mm-hmm. and trying to work with that, you know yes. what I mean? And I think that's really important too, in, in, you know, cause we're thinking about it in one way, one way in terms of, I gotta be adaptable or, or this is what I gotta be. And, but there are other people who are not going to recognize that they need to be flexible. They're going to be rigid. They're yes. going to be whatever. And so how do we then adapt to that person? Not right. necessarily doing what they do and being what they are, but how can I work with this person to get them to be or see that there are opportunities out there that we can Mm-hmm. take advantage of. And, and, and I don't know if this makes any sense, but it's no, it it's kind of like, I'm thinking like, wow, how much of an impact could I have made on this person? Had I approached that and been more flexible with my being so frustrated and rigid in that way and, and yeah. wanting to impose my belief system on him. Yep. And it's interesting because, you know, later on I have another boss and while he's, Methodical and rigid and whatever he's much more open and flexible and in a lot of ways very open to hearing what I have to say and share with Mm -hmm. him and sometimes will change his mind about things based on things that I will share with him. So I'm
1: reading, I'm listening to this book right now. It's called The E Myth, right? And it's a very popular book on 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 the business circle and the entrepreneur circles, right? And he talks about. Uh, the three types of personas that you have in, inside of it, you know, obviously you have the entrepreneurial person and that entrepreneurial person, person is the one that sees the big vision, the big picture, the, all the full of ideas and things of that nature, right? Then you have the manager and the manager is that person that is like, this is process based. You know, we, you know, um, and then you also have the technician, which is the person, you know, this is the one that does the job. So when you have those three people and, and I'm listening to this book and I'm like, oh, crap, that's like the adult, the parent and the child. Mm-hmm. Right. The psychological uh, uh, um, a transactional analysis thing. Mm-hmm. And what you have is that we have those different personalities the different traits. And one of them is more powerful. It's always more powerful within within us, um, throughout our lives, right? So, for instance, I'm more of the child entrepreneurial guy with more ideas and foresight and things of that nature, and that situational it sometimes is problematic, uh, but it's also necessary. So it's it's like you have to adapt to the situation based with your strong personalities, but also like you said, it's that like you have to become also aware. Because we don't live in isolation as individuals. We have to keep our personalities and who we are. But we also have to be aware of the different types of people that we come across. Mm -hmm. Be able to to get a, a probe... That, and and be able to under, try to understand even if it's simple things like okay this person is process based they need that you know like i always got along always with hr and finance right because i know these are people that just do, they want things to be like this mm-hmm. you know so me saying well you're missing the point because this and that and the other it's not going to work it's like they has to be like that you know so when you're looking at that stuff you have to be able to understand their point of view and then under and adapt your beverage or the way that you're talking based on that. It's the same thing with relationships. You know, there's always one person that's more organized than the other. There's this and that. There's there's always this different parts and uh uh in in, in in a relationship to others that that are that are that we have to be able to to understand the other point of view, adapt, so that at the end we have a we could create either a win win situation, or you could avoid more conflict, right? So that's just in the in the personal aspect. When it comes to the universal point of view, right? Adapting to changes, it's. Imperative to survive. You know, we're going through some economical changes, like in the United States and in the world. You know, you got bricks and you have all these changes happening right now, and it's very uncertain. And it feels like everybody's some pins and needles because, oh my God, are we going to go to war? Are these things happening? About all the changes, and how do we how do we how do we come out of this uncertain level? Right, uh, on, on certain situations, how do we come out of all this? Insane and, and and without destroying one another or without going to war, without doing all these things as a, as a, as a, a as a planet, it's like very pivotal time, mm-hmm. right? So my suggestion to most people is really take a further away perspective, right? And always remember that we're just floating on a ball of dust in the middle of some of of of, of everywhere, and all these issues and all this stuff at any moment, mm-hmm. without any doubt. You know, this bowl of dust could just go. So you got to put things into perspective, right? And the more you have that perspective, the more you realize that life itself is a fleeting thing. And you could find solace in that and realize that, okay, well, maybe I could just change my way of thinking in terms of stressing or, or, or being frustrated about things that I can't control. Mm-hmm.
0: What are some of the things every day that I can't control? I think that's really the difficult part. And I think that's that, that's challenging, challenging because I think that a lot of people don't, they have a very fixed, um, fixed mindset mm-hmm. and they, they, a lot of, you know, let's, I don't, I don't want to put labels on anything, but like people really are firm, you know, they're, they're firm about what they think or what they say. But you know why that it, is, right? Why? Because
1: again, Perspective wise, in the midst of all this, right, in the midst of knowing that our son has an expiration date, our life has an expiration date, right? Mm-hmm. If we if we are constantly living from that point of view in which we know that everything has an expiration date, right, we need to hold on to something that gives us meaning and gives us value and gives us purpose. Right? Mm-hmm. So holding on tight to a belief, holding up, holding on tight to an idea, it gives you the grounding necessary mm-hmm. to make you feel like you're alive, mm-hmm. right? When you let go of that, there's uncertainty. There's nothing. Yeah. So how can you live from uncertainty? How can you live from there? Mm-hmm. That is a really hard thing to do, right? That is the, that's the thing that, the in particular, the Hindus and Buddhists, they really talk about that aspect, you know? All is impermanent, all is without a self. Like, the realization of living from that point of view, right? That is hard to grasp. Mm-hmm. So that's why we hold on to things. And that's why sometimes we are neglectful or do not want to... Ch- adapt to the changes that are happening but one way or the other and i always say this nature will find a way to break you you know um from that bound from being bound to the realization of oh crap and that, and that's when we have a choice as to how do we actually choose to live maybe mm-hmm. I mean, we choose to live in angst and again it's like i'm a fault for i I'm, I'm a fault for for always being anxious and being like, oh my God, where is where is money gonna come from? Where is this gonna come from? Is this gonna work? Is this and that and the other? But at the end of the day, even it, it, whether whether I like to accept it or not, if I don't adapt or change the way that I think about things, am I gonna continue living angst? Right. This is the advice with myself. Or I'm just gonna be like, you know what? I am gonna do the best that I can because at the end of the day, that is the only thing that I could do. And I could adapt to the situations and do the best that I can. Mm-hmm. You know, so all these things are all relative and it's all about perspective, right? It's all about perspective.
0: I agree. I think that that's really important. Actually. I think that that's, you know, cause we were having a discussion earlier and I was, I, I feel like, you know, putting things into practice, like thinking about, you know what? I got to change how I think about things. Got to change my approach. Got to um, be more open and, and listen and, and acknowledge and, um, those are all traits that I've learned about being adaptable, and and th- even throughout my studies and things like that, and um, writing my um, dissertation and whatever. Like was like that was the thing I had to be adaptable. And if I'm going to be adaptable, how can I improve that skill? That way, I can put that on paper for other people to learn those traits as well. Because it is a more, I think there's more freedom mm-hmm. in that even though there is a lot of uncertainty in it as well mm-hmm. but at the end of the day i was talking to somebody and she said to me that you could either i don't remember how she said it so i'm going to paraphrase but basically and it and it was powerful to me because i was like yeah so what the hell am i worried about then mm-hmm. because everything is uncertain yep even if you think you know and you everything is like what we're talking about with the hypothesis and and probability and things like that you you got a job and you feel confident you're like i'm not gonna get fired i'm pretty I'm pretty solid at this police people love me mm-hmm. like everything's great mm-hmm. but you could go to work in this place that you feel is 100 that you got you got it you everything is good you maybe you're even on a contract or whatever mm-hmm. but they could end your contract yes it, they could buy you out you or, could lose your job or you could more. die driving to work yes you know and like and and that Cause I was expressing to her, you know, I'm, I'm concerned about, you know, what am I, what am I going to look like when I'm doing this or, and how is it going to come across? Are people going to listen to me Is what I have to say? Powerful. Am I smart? Am I, can I do this? And I'm, and she's like, okay, so you can either do it or not do it. Not. But at the same day, at the, at the end of the day, there's no certainty in anything. Yeah. And she was right, mm-hmm. you know, and it really was a powerful, um, takeaway for me as far as that's concerned. And,
1: and the idea of adaptability is really this idea of learning. Yeah. Right.
0: Not having a fixed mindset. Yeah. I think we talk about that yeah. in our it's later.
1: It's like, it's, it's about learning. Mm-hmm. It's about, it's about trying something. Mm-hmm. And, but
0: th- this is the
1: issue. This is my, one of the, my biggest, my biggest issues that I have with our society. Um, and, and if I'm able to criticize it, it will be for this, right? We live in a society in which l- learning is, that that essence of learning, of making mistakes, right, and, or 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 even trying and still making mistakes and making errors. it's not something that is really appreciated. Like we want everybody to be infallible, right? Like the, you know, we our, our education system focuses primarily on just the just the the measurement of intelligence or whether somebody is good enough, but if you make a mistake, you're no longer that, you know, it's like we are so rigid in that ability in that, in, that, in, our, in our inability to accept mistakes and failure. So rigid in that. But if we are continually, continually creating an environment in which those things are, are, are frowned upon, how can we innovate? Mm-hmm. Because everybody is going to be afraid of trying something new. And you see it in our society, right? Like our society is becoming duller and duller and duller and just dull. There's no soul. There's no spirit. Even the movies that you watch, I just kind of, man, this is, eh. Like we're becoming that because of our inability and our fear of failing, of trying something and not going out 100%. And not coming out the way that we want to. hmm Like it's it's is a sad thing. You know, because that's when renovation and creativity and 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 that idea of being able to adapt comes from, from trying something. And say, okay, oh, that didn't work. But again, it's like we teach our kids, Well, you gotta see. You're not good enough. Mm-hmm. You know with you know the constant judgments you know even social media is I mean those, those things we talked about is this thing making ourselves better or worse it's like that inability to just try something not succeeding learning from it and moving on mm-hmm. is something that we don't value in our society we're so hell-bent on perfection mm-hmm. right that he that
0: there's no room for for mistakes. There's no room for that. That, yeah. that you
1: got to be infallible. But you know, and that's the that's the interesting thing. That's the, that's those are the paradoxes that we have to contend with mm-hmm. on a regular basis.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, how do we actually surpass that? Yeah, how do we break free from that? You know, how do we break free from that? How do mm-hmm. we and and truly allow, allow that educated part you know the, the, the you know we talked about it the meaning of education the educated right and it's like that part of us to mm-hmm. really that individual part of us to really shine and come through mm-hmm. you know society doesn't do that mm-hmm. our, our work environment doesn't do that it's mm-hmm. people are afraid at work to try to something new because they're afraid of getting fired like that mm-hmm. like you just mentioned your former boss is mm-hmm. like okay I, we got to do it like this why because if i don't my job is on the line yeah. Exactly. You know, so it's like we take those little things, and as a, as as if we don't stand firm as individuals, we start chipping away at things, and to the point in which our society takes everything away from us. But at the end of the day, too, right? As history has proven, right? Nature, society, our human spirit has a way to always be resilient enough to adapt and move forward, yeah. whether we like it or not. And yeah, sometimes it'll do it without us.
0: Yeah. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying is like, if you don't adapt, then you, you are going to be adapted <laughs> <laughs> because <Yes. laughs> no matter what nature has its way of, nature you know, overcoming. Way. I mean, it's funny, like something really silly. Um, I was looking at this in our backyard. Like we had this open space and we have something there and it's there. It's just sitting there and all of the overgrowth is slowly taking over this thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was beautiful in a lot of ways because I was like, that's interesting. Like, we purposefully put this thing there just to store it, you know, and out of the way so it wasn't in the middle of, like, our yard or whatever, just off to the side for the purposes of using it. Our intentions, our intentions are to use it later. And um, the overgrowth on it is, not, number one, it's beautiful because it's a lot of vein, uh, veins, vines, vines and things yeah. like that. But it's like... Wow, nature has a way of taking whatever is in its way and just swallowing it. it up and taking it down. Yeah, you know. And I saw that, and it made me think of the 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 legend. Was it the legend? I um, am legend. I am legend. Mm-hmm. How the earth had been destroyed yep. and whatever from the zombies and whatever, and all the overgrowth and the you know. Look what at I mean? Chernobyl. There you go, real life example. That's, that's real life exactly example is Chernobyl. Exactly. Yeah, and that it just amazes me how. How er, how how Mother Nature will do that, mm-hmm. and so if you're not adaptable, you will get adapted. Yeah, yeah, I, how, like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's, I like it's that. a good point.
1: I like that. Yeah.
0: yeah so unfortunately, <laughs> we. I mean, I know we could talk about this forever, but. Um, We talked a lot about adaptability. We talked about some practical things and some real life um, personal things here, which was good. I'm glad you shared that. And of course, as usual, we have a couple of strategies to share for people to sort of incorporate in terms of, you know, being able to develop adaptability in their lives. Correct. So we already you you cheated, but didn't know you were cheating and said a couple of these. I don't see this ahead of time. No, no, no. I know. So it was funny because I'm like, yeah, that. Okay. so number one is to embrace a growth mindset. Cultivating a growth mindset is fundamental to building adaptability. This involves believing that skills, abilities, and perspectives can be developed and improved over time. Embrace challenges as opportunities for growth and learning. Recognize that change brings new possibilities and be open to exploring uncharted territories.
1: Awesome. Um, Number two, seek continuous learning.
0: See, you said that one too.
1: Oh, yeah, I did say that, right? Uh, (laughs) Pursue learning opportunities to expand your knowledge and skills. Stay curious and be proactive in seeking out new information and experiences. Embrace various subjects and disciplines to broaden your perspective and enhance adaptability across different domains. Emphasize lifelong learning to stay ahead of evolving trends.
0: Practice flexibility and agility. Develop the ability to adapt quickly to changing circumstances. Be willing to adjust your plans, strategies, and approaches as needed. Foster a flexible mindset to pivot when necessary without resisting change. Embrace a proactive and solution-oriented approach to problem solving, focusing on finding innovative ways to overcome obstacles.
1: Okay, number four, embrace discomfort and uncertainty. Step outside your comfort zone and embrace the discomfort of change. Oh, I live on that.
0: You literally touched on this earlier, too. (laughs) Uh,
1: Seek out new experiences and situations that challenge your existing knowledge and skills. Build resilience by actively exposing yourself to uncertainty and ambiguity
0: and developing the confidence to navigate unfamiliar territory. Scary. (laughs) And finally, develop emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is crucial to building adaptability. Develop self-awareness to recognize your emotional responses to change and uncertainty. Cultivate emotional resilience, which allows you to bounce back from setbacks and maintain a positive mindset. And so by incorporating all of these strategies a little bit at a time, one or two here and there, you know, whatever feels comfortable. Some things are not as comfortable, like you just said about the Embracing discomfort and uncertainty, you know, a little scary, but yeah, a little bit at a time, <laughs> a little bit at a time, and you will definitely start to see a difference in your adaptability. You will, I think that what you'll see is notable change to how you respond to external influences. Correct. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Comment below with your thoughts and additional ideas, and remember to stay connected by sharing and subscribing. For more information, visit our website at asoulsquest.com.